0: space i am kim crawl i am reporting to you Ew, not live uh, i just picked up something that i thought was solid and then it really wasn't it was and it's just on my desk i don't know i don't know if it's food god i gotta get my life together um what's up hi i have no idea what the new intro is because i'm not live in my closet anymore i do miss that closet but i need the storage space i guess um how is everyone hi i uh i have uh, this horrible song stuck in my head. So I've been doing this, like, I don't know. So I've been bartending these events, right. And I bartended a golf event, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh man. Remember when I did this last year, I bartended a golf event. It's like Tiger Woods golf event, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he's involved, but I do know he is not someone that people like you to joke about, especially in the golf world. Like my God, like Tiger Woods laughs at the, like p- people were wearing, uh, like I saw one guy, one guy, I'm sure he in the golf community was, was shunned. Cause every time I tried to make a Tiger Woods joke, you would add that it was like, I set a baby on fire. Um, I don't know why that came out of my mouth. Um, But like one guy was wearing Tiger Woods' like mugshot from years ago. And I was like, oh, finally, someone with a sense of humor. And the guy who was running the Tito's tent where I was, so essentially my boss, he goes, actually, Tiger Woods likes that. He laughs. He sees those and he laughs. And I'm like, well, his fan base has zero, zero sense of humor. And I thought about it and I was like, you know, there's not anything in the world that I don't feel like you could make a joke about. Right. As long, I mean, there's some things that you're like, if you're going to make a joke about that event, it better be fucking fire, man. But like, but then I thought about it. I am pretty weird about Sarah Michelle Geller. Like she's like, if people made fun of her, I think I would probably take it as seriously as those Trumpy golf people did with Tiger Woods, which is wild because they're all Trumpy. And it's like Trump's pretty racist but like you know that guy's not white right that was the and i love bartending that that event i don't really like the company that that i have to work for in order to do that i'm i don't care about saying it here i'm not going to name the company but it's just a boys club dude it's our boss was like like the manager was like a 20 year old kid who is like maybe the dumbest person i've ever met and then another guy who came from that company like the rest all the girls all the like the good bartenders were like girls that were like hired by an outside company and came in and we were good bartenders. The rest were like, like the, like there was one guy who was a fucking the bar back bar manager. I don't know what the fuck he was, but he, he, I wanted to kill this guy. And I feel like, I don't know what it is. I think I've already told you guys about this, but I'm going to do it again anyway, if I have it. Cause like I said, I like was so weird about making sure I told you about Thailand, like exactly in order. And then now I'm like, it'll be fine. Uh, but I don't know what it is. I feel like they're like annoying dudes that I don't like, and I can't be clearer that I don't like them. And they're always strangers. Like I don't have people in my life I don't like. You know what I mean? But like it's always like a situation like where I'm working with someone. And I don't go Like if I don't like somebody in a work situation, like behind a bar, like I've worked, like the one company I work a ton with, there's a few people I don't really care for. And you know what I do with those people? I just simply leave them alone. Like if I don't like you, I just don't fuck with you. And if I have to, I just do the bare minimum. Like we're not pals. Like I'm not going to, like I just, so those guys, like when you don't like them, it's like. I couldn't be clearer and they won't leave you alone. This dude that like was our bar back, I guess. I don't know what the hell he did. He didn't do very much the whole few days, which was awesome because we split tips with him, but... Most of the first day he just stood next to me and mansplained anything that came up and then every time a customer asked me a question he would just answer it. I'm like, "What are you doing? Get the fuck out of here." And he had the worst breath. So this company is like kind of a boys club where like anytime a woman, my my friend and I worked it, like we worked it last year too. And we're both really strong personalities and we're intelligent women who like, you know, whatever. Uh who have, uh, you know, Live in a world where women are smart and we're allowed to speak up. But these guys like look at us like, sweetheart, why are you talking? Like, just make the drinks, right? So that's just the company. That's not the golf tournament. But every time I meet a Tiger Wood stroke, people got so mad. And then I thought about Sarah Michelle Keller and I'm like, I guess I get a little uppity about Sarah Michelle Keller. I'm sure she has a sense of humor about, you know, her mugshot. She doesn't have a mugshot because she's an angel. Um, And it's so funny. So in this golf tournament, Tiger Woods, uh, and it was in the news or I don't know if the real news, but it was talked about a lot and he had to apologize. And it's so funny this, if you bring this up, the, the insane reactions you get before you even get to like, so like, I guess one of his friends did bad at golf like while the tournament the televised big bigotur- like i don't give a fuck about this right but like i guess while like i get it'd be the, in my head i'm like it's the equivalent of like someone in football doing bad and then another man handing him a- so basically he handed his friend a tampon for being bad at golf on tv and I mean, I don't know. Like it, it, it was a big deal. Like it is like, like someone brought it up and I was like hilarious, you know, because women are inferior and are bad at sports. God, I don't even know why we're allowed to play sports. Um, like, that's the joke, right? Like, don't be a woman because woman, it's embarrassing to be a woman. And I'm not offended as a woman. I'm offended as a comedian. It's not funny. Like, it's just, it's so tired and dumb. It's like, do better. But also, I don't care if Tiger Woods gives his friends tampons. But if you bring that up, all you have to say is when Tiger Woods gave his friend a tampon, like, I was working this this event, this... uh a rave a couple of weeks ago uh right afterwards and i was sitting at a table with four three people one girl is is an angel and she couldn't give a fuck right but i brought and one was like one one woman and one dude and the was on the other side of the table. And I was just like, oh yeah, I worked this golf tournament. I'm like, man, you can't make fun of tiger woods. And then I brought up the tampon situation. I literally said, oh yeah. in the tampon situation, I said like four words and those two flew off the fucking handle. They're like, it's not fair. Like he has double standards. Like the fact that everyone's so mad and it, it's on news. Like, why are you offended? Like so mad. And it's so funny. Cause the, everyone's uh, like offended and we're not woke, woke culture and we don't get offended you snowflakes are some of the most offended people I've ever met in my life. Like, and it's true. Like, and if you're hearing this and you're offended by me not caring for the joke and you're like flying off the handle, like, come down. You know, like it's it's the, the, the group that calls us snowflakes. I guess there's a company, I think it's Amazon. I'm not sure what company, but there's a company that's sending out in their packaging, the tape that packages up the box is a gay flag, a gay and a trans flag put together, which is like basically like we just support equality. You know what I mean? And these you know, we're not into woke culture. These people are so mad and triggered over tape. It's just so funny. So I like, I let the two of them like flip out for like a few minutes. And then I calmly went, you don't even know how I feel about it. You two just literally flew off the handle. It was nice. They felt stupid as they should. Um, but so in this golf tournament, so back to what the song I have in my head. Uh, by the way, I love working the golf tournament because old straight white guys who voted for Trump are my fucking bread and butter. Like, I'm like, I know that I would despise you outside of this situation and I never want to ha- be near you, but I will take all of your money while I like meanly flirt with you. Like, you like meanly flirt with these dudes and they're like, take all my money, just take it all. Like, I, I love it. Like I, and like, I mean, so many dudes are coming up with like literally Trump shirts on shirts that said Trump on them, like hitting on me. And I was like, Oh yeah, he, he tip me, you know, give me money, give me money, you fucking chumps. Uh, but there was one woman, I don't know what her political view was. I don't care, but where, um, I mean, I obviously care a little bit, but, uh, Oh, we're, her and her husband are up at my bar and I don't know why this happened. I uh so who let the dogs out came up on the on the the the, the, the music above. I don't know why I'm having a hard time with that. Uh, the, the the music that was on, Who Let the Dogs came out. So you know when you're in like a bar situation, there's music. And the woman like panicked, like weirdly panicked. She was like, no, no, this song gets in my head. It gets in my head so bad and I can't, I can't get it out of my head. I don't want this song in my head. And I was like very excited. I went, I could get another song in your head. I'll just sing for you. And she went, No, God, please don't. And instead of listening to that, I just started singing, I believe I can fly. I started singing R Kelly, I can't sing, sorry, and loud and bad. And my friend next to me was like, Oh my God. And I'm like, Oh my God, I wasn't even a fan of R Kelly before, you know, all that awful shit came out. I was like, so now that song's back in my head. And I don't know if it'll be back in your head. I don't, I wasn't even a fan of him in the nineties, like in the early two thousands before all of his like creepy sex cult shit came out. So as I, uh, this is making me remind me, like when I've been bartending lately, I have been saying some really weird shit to people. I think I just need to not, I think I just need to make this my, I need to be famous already is what I'm saying. I need to, I need to blow up. Not like I just need my star to blow up because I can't bartend anymore. Now I'm just like, my brain's like, let's say some fucked up shit. Let's see what happens. So I am working this rave, and this guy comes up and he has this big pink cowboy hat on. And I was like, "Oh, are you dressing up as John JonBenet Ramsey?" And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, that's the hat that she wore, like in one of her, you know, pageants." And he's like, John "JonBenet Ramsey?" I am like, "Yeah, the dead little girl from like the nineties who was murdered by probably a brother." And I am so pan while I'm saying this. And the guy's like, no, <laughs> walks away. I don't know if he tipped me or not. Probably not. I don't know. He will actually I get tipped a lot. I could tip pretty well when I'm weird. Um, he walks away and then like 10 minutes later, I see like seven more of the hat. And I look at the girl next to me and I was like, oh, so that's not a JonBenet Ramsey hat. And she was like, why would you think it was John JonBenet Ramsey? And I was like, I don't know. My brain's fucked up and I got to stop bartending. <sighs> oh, so that, um, that, that, is, that has been the bartending situations the last few weeks. I worked uh, Rolling Loud this last weekend. I think I told you guys about that, about the, the, the drug dogs. So fucking wild, man. So wild. Um, so I am going to shift back into time. Th- oh, something happened right before this. Am I, I'm like, why does my tummy hurt? I, you know, like, why do, why do I have a, a sinking tummy? What is happening? And right before I got on here, so I work for this company. The one, the event company that I've talked about some, um, and I applied to do content creation for one of their their events, and I just got the rejection letter, and it sucks. Even though, like, I don't, it's a lot of extra work for not too much more money, and I don't really, I, I, I just, I it sucks when you get told no. And it sucks because I know I didn't do my best. Um, and the 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 boss like sent me feedback. And one of the feedback was I was late uh, sending it in. And it was like, oh, I hate that. And it was late because honestly, I thought, I mean, this was a week I was traveling a ton for this company too. So like, I wasn't like, I just didn't know what day it was all the time, right? And I thought it was end of the day West Coast time. And at like like 2.30, uh, not two 30. Cause that's five o'clock East coast time. Um, like one 30 West coast time. I saw that it was East coast time and I was like, fuck. And I'm not even close to being done. And I have something in a half hour. So I like had to rush through it, but I was still like 10 minutes late. And she like mentioned that she was like, you were late. And I'm like, Oh man. And then also the training on how to format this, I couldn't make the training. So I just, I, I'm just like bummed because I know it wasn't my best work. And this is the first time I've applied for this kind of thing. And I guess like in the future, I'll just knock out the next one out of the park. You know what I mean? But it's still like, like rejection sucks, but I will tell you that one of my friends in the company she probably got it because she's she's been she's talented she's worked this this kind of content before and she's awesome so she probably got it and i hope she did and i'm happy for her you know like i i i'm not gonna be like well i didn't get it because of this like i just don't get that fucking mentality it makes me so mad um like, again, if you can be anybody in the world, be 19-year-old Amy. I think Amy was 18, actually. My friend who didn't, who, when we uh, auditioned for the same thing, and she didn't get it, and I did, and she was like, I'm really sad, but I'm really happy for you, and both can exist. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get it, and I don't like rejection letters. It's like my fucking ego. It's so funny, because I'm, like, sitting here being like, do you care that much? And I'm like, "Yeah, a little bit, but not, like, it's not going to, change. It's not, it's not part of my end goal in life at like the end goal of why I'm even working for this company in the first place. So it doesn't really matter, but no one likes to be told they, they weren't good enough and they didn't make the cut. You know what I mean? Especially I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've heard both ways. Like, let me ask you guys, which is more crushing, I guess. Crushing is such a dramatic word because I don't feel crushed. I just feel a little disappointing, disappointed, but like, what's more like I, I'm bummed because I know I could have done better. So, but it's funny because if I did my very best and I still got rejected, that would have probably sucked more. Cause it's like, oh, I didn't, I could have done, but I'm like, oh, I could have done better. And I, it's also my, I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. So I'm, we're back in Kotao, you know, after I met my two friends and we, 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 and after I left BIM, Poor Bim, fucking Bim. I was, I my, I my, I was texting with my, my, my dear friend today about, um, I don't know. I have a show tonight, and I've been bombing. Just, I just, I don't know. She travels the world too; like she's done a lot of world travel. And I asked her about like my feelings about how I am just having such a hard time adjusting, and it's been like a month now, and I am still just like, oh, I still feel so like. And she's like, it is especially the first time; it's such a big adjustment because you're in a place where you're so free and it's awesome and it's quiet or it's not, I mean, it was never quiet by the way. It was always like, I mean, the jungle's fucking loud nonstop, but like, it's just freedom that you have. You don't really have here, you know. And so she's like, "Yeah, everyone, you—that's it, normal—that you're having this weird um, adjustment back." But then I was telling her about my bombing, and I'm like, "I think a lot of the adjustment coming back is why I'm bombing. I'm kind of bored with my old material, and I don't have any inspiration for new material. I do have a story I want to tell you guys, and I think there might be a joke in there. Um, it's really fucking weird." But uh, but then she goes, "She goes, I don't know, just." why don't you, when you get on stage, why don't you talk about Buck or Bob or, but she was like, I think she called him Buck. And I was like, Buck. Oh, Bim, poor Bim, (laughs) fucking Bim. Um, but so that night, oh, I met this dude. I met this dude. I went, so we, we, you know, we get back, we get to Kotao at like eight in the morning. And so I sleep till like one, um, And that was one thing that was hard. I woke up at like 10 and I was like, you should get up and do stuff. And I was like, you didn't go to bed last night. So why don't you just have an easy day today and then have like a great, you know, don't like, don't be hard on yourself. You are also on, I hate the word vacation. I don't know why. Um, Cause I like my life, so I don't need a vacation from it, but it's nice. It was nice to get away and be in a new place and like, but vacation just seems so yeah. I think that's what it is. Like vacation is so like nine to five job. That's like, I'm working for my PTO in my vacation days. And it's just like, Oh, I want to build a life that I don't need to leave it in order. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense, but, and I'm not putting down anything. I just don't, I know plenty of people of nine to fives who love their lives a ton and love leaving the country, but don't feel like it's like, I'm getting a vacation. It's just, I don't know. It's a weird word for me. Um, I'm sure there's something there. Uh, not something funny, but something, you know, back in my subconscious. So I sleep till like two and then I get up and I walk down the street and I get some food. And then I meet this guy who owns a donut shop in fucking, uh, Portugal. And we, and he's like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go meet my friends from the boat, uh, and Shauna. I'm like, I'm going to go meet them at the beach. And he looks at the thing and he's like, oh, that's like a 40 minute walk. And I'm still sort of in my like afraid to call like ask for, um, get ta- taxis. Um, not fully, but like if it's only a 40 minute walk and I haven't been on this island yet, I'm like, I could probably walk. Although my feet at this point are also still like blown to fucking hell. They're still, and so this guy was like, I have a scooter and I haven't ridden on one of these scooters yet. And I was terrified. It's so funny with these scooters too. They'll like, they'll like, uh, I asked a bunch of people, I'm like, have you ever ridden one before you rented one? And they're like, no. I'm like, do they help you? And they're like, not really. They say, have you ever ridden one? And if you go once a while ago, they go, all right, good luck. Or if you go, no, they go, okay, just turn it on here and good luck. Like it's literally there's no helmet, there's nothing. They just give you the scooter and then it's just like chaos on the road. Um oh my god, the amount of times you drove by like a full-blown family on a on a scooter. I also uh when we when we were after the beach this first night, we went no, was this no, this was after the second night. We went to um some restaurant. I had a pizza. I had uh, I don't it was fine. Again, the marinara everything was just like sweeter. It's interesting. But uh we saw a scooter um with a woman on a scooter with her dog in the front. I took a picture. Don't, uh, it'll be on one of my reels that I post. I posted last week when this thing comes out. Um, but yeah, these scooters are, so this guy has a scooter and he's like, I'll take you to the beach. Uh, but, uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm kind of scared of those. And he's like, oh, it'll be fine. He's like, it'll be like a 15 minute ride. And, um, I posted a photo of him and I on there too. He was very sweet. Uh, very sweet. It was very funny. He, he had some kind of credit card issue which I'm so grateful didn't happen to me at all there because you know you're in another country and then your card gets declined and you're like fuck I mostly had bought like I had mostly cash but like there were times that I you know at airports and stuff I used my credit card um and so he had like a credit card issue and he needed he needed uh to use a different sim card for his phone i get i'm guessing just to call his I i don't know i'm guessing to call home but needed the number i don't know but he needed so i for some reason when i left la this is i mean i think i did it to try and organize my money which i never did but i grabbed just like a handful of paper clips and put them in my fanny pack so i traveled throughout thailand with a handful of paper clips and i never took them out i never thought about them only in this moment and then never again until I got home. And I'm like, all oh, right about those paper paperclips. Um, they sink to the bottom. So you don't even really notice them. But this guy asked, he's like, do you guys have anything to like take out a SIM card? And I was like, Oh, I randomly have a paper clip." So I gave it to him and it was so, it was so sweet and so funny and so bizarre. But he went away with a paperclip, was gone for a very long time, an hour or so. We were sitting, we were sitting on the beach, just sitting on the beach. And that's when I also realized I don't care for that activity. Uh, I don't mind going to the beach and like doing something at the beach, but just, I'm not a sit at the beach and look at the ocean kind of gal. We just sat there and we, I had a drink and it was pretty good. And then I was like, all right, let's wrap this up. Huh? I don't, I don't know. I just, I also, like I've said, I don't really do well with just like sitting. No, that's a lie. I do like sitting at the beach and reading a book, but just sitting, we just sat, we people watched. That was fine. There was some dogs that were happy, but it wasn't, you know, like I was just like, oh, this is. This is, you know, the next day we went to a beach and we snorkeled, which was rad. Um, So this guy comes back and we're like, oh, did you fix your card? And he, I can't remember if he did or not, but uh, he was like, and I lost your paperclip. And I was like, oh, that's okay. He's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm so sorry. And I was like, oh, it's a paperclip. So it's fine. I have, for some reason, 25 more in my fanny pack. So do you want another one? Did you need another one? He's like, no, I just really needed to bring that back to you and I'm really sorry. And I was just like, Oh, yeah, it's a paperclip. Is that they're not paperclips other places? I don't I don't know. Um, and then we were walking back and he was like, Do you want to ride back to the hotel on the scooter? And I was like, No, I'm gonna walk back with my friends. And uh and we did. And we walked back. There was no we had to walk in a line. My feet were fucking torn up, man. They're so torn up. I think I'm going to get, I'm going to have scars from them. I'm still looking at them and I'm like, I probably to put something on them today. Yeah. I keep forgetting to like put something on them to maybe try and not get scars. Um, but then the next day, uh, Dan and Shauna were like, do you want to go like rent a long boat and go to the, there's like a smaller Island and we can snorkel. So we did that and that was really fun. That was, um, we, it was so funny. We had a, we, uh, we like, we swam out. We had a joke that Shauna couldn't swim the whole time. So Shauna, if you're listening, I believe you can swim wink. Uh, just kidding. Uh, but we were like, we were, but like we, we, so funny. Cause we rented the snorkel, right. Or whatever like the, the, thing and they go the goggles and then the little it's a snorkel right It's scuba diving gear snorkel okay yeah it was a snorkel but we we it's so funny like as we're putting them on, we're like who else has put these on like how do we didn't ask any questions we just found the very first place that looked like they rented out boats and they were like yeah it's this much and they're gonna come here and they'll pick you up at this time and we we're like sounds good to me but Dean, so all of our phones like i have an iphone 14 or 13 and apparently it's waterproof up to like two meters of water or some shit like that. I don't know if that's the right measurement. Don't correct me. But um, like pretty deep underwater, not deep, like you can't dive with it, but like you can snorkel with it. And all of our phones had that. And Shauna and I were like, I don't know if we want to risk that. And then Dean was like, I'll risk it. And he got some great video and I have posted that already. So if you want to go back and look, by the time this airs, I'll have posted it. Um, So that was really rad. So then the next day was the day... To leave Kotow. And I was so bummed. I was just really Oh no, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. The next day I went diving. The next day is when I dived. And that was really fucking rad, man. It was. Um, I want to go back next year. And I want to go to, if you're ever in Kotow, go to Hide or not. And um, they're just, they're just really awesome, kind people and uh really knowledgeable and rad. And two of them, two of them lived in LA for a while and how I found them. My friend Bobette knows them. And she was like, ask them. And they, they were, it was just so rad. And I, um, so we, I want to go back and like get certified because since I just did the tri dive, which is pretty standard if you're just trying it, right. You don't do like a whole certified certification, but we only spent like the morning in the pool and then we got in the ocean and like On the way back, I was sitting next to this girl from Germany and she, and she was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm doing the three day certification or whatever it was. And she's like, yeah, we spent like a day and a half in the pool before we went in the ocean. So it was like more, so it was just three of us with our, our, um, instructor Pook and she was rad. She, uh, Pook was rad and it was, it was so fun. And so, you know, we were in the pool and I'm thinking like, fuck, I bear, I can't breathe just sitting in the world with like the oxygen just around me. You know what I mean? Like I can't breathe with that. Um, But so I was like, all right, so I'm doing all right in the pool. I'm doing okay in the pool. And it's, you know, we're learning how to like, if you get shit in your, in your goggles, which I got a bunch of shit in my goggles and it was, that was, that was a little challenging. And then we, you know, we're learning about like if your, your ears pop and whatever. So then it's like, all right, it is time to go out into the ocean it's time to go out in the ocean. So, and this diving gear, by the way, is like a person on your back. It's so fucking heavy. It's so heavy. So like these people like Pook who like dives every day all the time, the abs on this broad, like just like the core, like we had to, so we had to get in the pool with it. And that was colorful. That was like, all right, I'm just going to like fall on the ground and then just roll in <laughs> and like getting out was like, oh my God, it was like probably the hardest thing I had done and kosak the like trekking through the jungle was pr- like the the spelunking was really hard too but this was like it was just so goddamn heavy so and there's a picture of me out there one of the girls took it and um she isn't responding to my Instagram she hasn't seen it so it's probably like in her other photo or other folders so like it's not personal. It's not like Alfie who unfollowed me. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know why I'm so bothered by that, but I'm like, you know, it's personal though. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, we don't unfollow anybody else. And also we had like the same interaction that everyone else had except for the whole sleep with me on the beach thing. But I thought he was kidding i don't know i gotta let it go it's gonna live rent free in my head for a while um maybe i should just ask him like what the fuck alfie uh i think that's his name see that's the other thing i'm like i don't even i'm 97 percent sure that's his name um but yeah so there's a picture of me with it maybe it's just not a good picture and the universe is like you don't want to see that man so we get on the boat we go up top and, you know, we take like an hour ride to the middle of the ocean and we're on the, we're on the boat with like a bunch of different people that are, are a bunch of people from all over the world, by the way, but are like different groups. Like there's one other group that's a, I think, I don't know if they were a tri-dive, but then there's a, I think they were the try dive another tri-dive. And then there was another group that was like the German girl who like, the, the who who was there a day and a half. And then there's people that are getting like their full blown certification, like all like advanced certification. Right. So it's all different groups. So we get there and then we get put on the gear and probably the hardest, scariest thing was having that gear on and then having to step off the boat. Cause like, if you don't, it's so heavy, man. So there's a moment as you're stepping off the boat, you have to have some kind of balance And one of your feet, because like if not, you just like fall, hit hit the 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 oxygen tank on the boat, and then fall. And that happened to one girl, and I was like, and I did it, I guess, because I got in the ocean, but it was really like it was really scary. So then we're 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 you know we go to our area and we're there, and it's it was weird because it was just like all right now let's dive, and like we the three of us kept having to come back up because it was like it's just like different and she and you know after a couple of times going up our instructor was like hey uh if you can't even go under we're probably not gonna be able to do this today and I was like hey I'm gonna be able to do it but you're gonna have to just give us a minute you know what I mean we just got in the ocean and it's just like it's a different than like a still pool like it's salt water it's like huge there's so much more going on so can we just have a minute to just let my brain and body be like all right we're in the ocean all right let's do this right and we kept going down, kept going down. So one of the girls was came up and was like, I don't want to do this. This is not for me. I'm And I always respect people like that because I'm such like, not always, but I do have this ego that's like, I'm going to do it. And no matter what, even if it's unsafe for me, or like, you know what I mean? Like I have this like, and thankfully she did that for two reasons. one, When we were asked if we wanted to go on a second dive, I knew my limits, my ears were really fucked up. Like going down, down had like fucked up my ears and I knew if I went out again, it would really fuck up my ears. So I'm grateful for that woman who was like, this isn't for me, I'm going back to the boat because it showed me this like humility of just like whatever, right? I'm going to take care of myself and not give a fuck that. And so she, and and that made me be like the second go around, I was like, oh, thank you. You made me realize because I'm such a like, Tomboy in that way of like, no, I can still do it. And it's like, you don't always have to still do it, you know? And so she our instructor had to, Pook had to take her back to the boat. Um, and so me and this other broad are sitting there and it gave a and we both were like, okay, because the other girl was like, Hey, can we just have a minute too? We both are just asking, we just need a minute, right? So while they're gone, we got our minute. We're both like breathing and being like, Okay, we're in the ocean. All right, we've never done this before. We got this. It was so supportive and cool. And then by that when that happened, we were we were off to the races. And it was so weird because one of the things she said too when she's like, Once we get down further down, you can't panic and just like go straight to the top. You have to slowly go to the top. Otherwise it's dangerous for your like ears. You'll blow an eardrum. So she's like, when you're down there and you're about to panic, you just need to, your brain needs to just, you need to tell yourself like, all right, I'm safe. And it was like a second, you know, jungle moment after Nurn you know, because there was a moment where you're down there and and my, my, my goggles didn't fit super well, I didn't realize until later. Um, and so water was getting in them a lot. And so I found when I just like held it there and was swimming and then, and then, and that was, and I realized like I was holding it down and because I was blowing so much bubbles from breathing. And that was at first, right? And, but then once we got the hang of it, I don't know how to describe this, but my body just breathed like as soon as I was able to get out of like, breathe in, breathe out. Oh my God, we're under the ocean. Oh my God. Like as soon as like this, like serene fucking meditative moment of just like, oh, the oxygen is breathing. Like your body and the oxygen tank are like working together and your brain doesn't need to interfere. Your brain can just breathe, like just breathe look at the ocean and I saw a lot of fish I saw a lot of coral which was really pretty like bright bright pink blue fucking coral so pretty and my ears were popping quite a bit. I think one of the things that that why I want to do the certification, cause you're like, wow, it sounds like it was a little hard for you or like the, you know, uh, the ear popping thing. It was so rushed because it was just a tri dive. So it was like, let's hurry up and get down to the bottom. Cause we only have this amount of time to do so. Right. And I think with the other, with the certification, like you, cause like, I, my ears would hurt, but then if I paused, my ears would adjust and then we go down a little bit more. And so I was a little disappointed that it wasn't slower. You know what I mean? Like, but that's that makes me want to go back and get the certification. It didn't turn me off by the whole thing, but I decided not to go on the second dive because my ears were really fucked up. And I was like, and my ears honestly didn't become unfucked up for like four days. Um, and then all over again once I got back on the plane so my ears were a little funky for a little bit when I came back just like it felt like you know when they feel like they need to pop but they won't pop but we get back on the boat afterwards and this was just so at this point in the trip I was I was start I wasn't tired of it because I got it like I get how probably idiotic America looks to the rest of the world or definitely idiotic the America looks to the rest of the world but like and, and the amount of times people were like, you seem really educated. Like you don't seem, and I'm like, well, yeah, there's some of us that aren't total Florida idiots. You know what I mean? Like, no offense, Florida. Um, but like, you know, like the hillbilly who, who like doesn't, you know, the racist, like w- fuck women's rights. Like that's so loud to the other, all over the world. But it's like, yeah, a lot of us are, you know, the majority of us aren't that way. In fact, like the presidents that don't want that are, you know, the liberal presidents always win the popular vote. We just have a really dumb system where whatever, but, but at this point I was starting to get just a little, not tired, like annoyed, but just like, yeah, I got it. We're dumb. Ha ha ha. Yep. Trump. Yeah. We really do care about Kardashians as much as the news says we do. I don't, but uh, there are people who do. Um, And so we're up top and there's, you know, group people and everyone's asking the American questions. And then this woman, her name is India and she was so fucking rad. And she also got me to the full moon party the next night. I wouldn't have gone. And that would have been really disappointing. Um, not the next night, like two nights later, a couple of nights, it doesn't matter. Um, but we're sitting there and she is like, uh, she's from the UK, I believe. And she was like, yeah, all that stuff about America. Why don't we start talking about stuff we love about America? And I really wish I would have written down her list, but it was just like, you know, we have a great, like we're the entertainment capital of the world, you know, and we have Hollywood. A lot of our movies are everywhere. Like, but like she just, it was just such a cool positive moment where she was just like, like a rescuing, not rescuing a stranger. Cause I didn't need rescuing. And it wasn't like she was like, I gotta help her. But it was just like, Hey, why don't we shift the, shift the narrative to like cool shit that comes out of America. And it was just, I don't know. Shout out to that broad. She was really rad. I hope I get to see her again. We follow each other on Instagram and we message sometimes. I just, she was a really awesome human. Her boyfriend was really fun too. Uh, I could not tell you his name though, which makes me feel terrible. I probably follow him on Instagram, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, It does matter. He's an angel. But so that was that. And the next day, you know, that night I, I got done diving and Shauna and Dean had fallen asleep early. So I just went to dinner alone and was like, that sounds so sad. But I, you know, at this point I'm used to, I like, I like it. And I like, I eat dinner alone here all the time. i sounded sadder than I meant it to. Um, but like, I, you know, I went and had a, a beer and had dinner alone. I tried to go to this place that was like this woman's kitchen, um, where they're like, it's just her. So at a certain point I just didn't get done and home in time. But they're like a certain point she uh, cuts off the kitchen because it's literally just her. There's no servers. There's no bussers. There's nothing. It's literally her kitchen. And it's so good and popular. And that if I go back, I definitely will. Um, what was, is Iris's kitchen? I don't know. I have to look it up. But um, yeah, I walked there. The whole island's like eight miles. So I walked there. And at this point I bought new shoes. And uh, there's video of it on the thing because I was so excited about it. Because everyone, everyone in Thailand wears these like adidas sandal types where it's like the one strap over everyone wears them everywhere and i've judged those sandals my whole life i don't know why but i've never cared for them my whole life every time i've seen them i'm like Ugh, unless you're a fucking athlete no and when i got to thailand everyone had them on and then you know, in Kota, I was like I need those sandals and they are I love them now. I love them. I wore them to get a pedicure the other day. Like I love them. I wear them now to do my laundry. Like they're just they're comfortable. They're they're awesome. That's why I bought those so I could finally just like walk around. My feet were like thank you for not wearing those sandals that keep cutting us up. Um I had band-aids on. I told you about the band Did I tell you about the band-aid situation? finding a band aid in Thailand was a fucking job of work. It was so like, and most of the like the first few times I was trying to find a bandaid, I, I randomly wouldn't have internet service. So when I'm in like a seven oh my God, the absurd, the absurd amount of seven 11s that were there. I know I keep mentioning this, but every time I see seven 11, I'm like so many seven 11s. Um, I'm in a 7-Eleven and I lose service. And in the beginning, like later, I was with some people and they could help me. But like, and I had service. But like, the first, I'm trying to explain this woman band aid and I don't, I can't pull up anything. I can't, um, I can't anything, right? And so she brings me bug spray and it's just like so when I'm calling the elephant, like I get on the, I'm on the, we're on the ride to the elephant sanctuary, right? And I ask the bus driver if he has a band aid. And he's like, I don't, you know, he doesn't know what that is either. And he's like, all right. So he gets me on the phone, Charlie, who I talked about last episode, the kid who'd been working at, who'd been working since he was seven. And he was like, just uh, this awesome kid who was the, uh, um, uh, the one of the tour guides. He, um, he, he speaks English like well, right? Very well, very fluently. So he gets on the phone with me and he's like, what are you looking for? And I was like, it's called a band aid. I'm like, if you cut yourself you cover it up with like cotton and tape. And he's like, a, and he, he, so then he asks like around in the camp and then Hannah Lore, the woman that I made friends with, she had a bandaid. I finally got a bandaid. So I was bandaging up my feet before I was putting on those sandals is all I'm saying. I wasn't just like recutting them, but it was still painful. And finally he'll thank God, but it still looks like it might scar. Um, my friend gave me some stuff for that. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so I bought those. So I, I walked, I got, so I got turned away from this kitchen cause she was too full for the night. And it was, it's like a cutoff, like a, as soon as she's too full for the night, she's done. So I went across the street I had some great Thai food. Thai food is, I should get some Thai food this, oh, I'm on my, my cleanse still. Um, my, my mimicking cleanse, which has been actually today is day three and day three is the hardest one. And today, two days ago, I got a box in the mail and I was pretty sure I knew what it was. So I was like, I'm not opening it. But today I decided to open it and I have not ordered Girl Scout cookies ever in my adult life. Like I always had Girl Scout cookies as a kid because I was a Girl Scout, right? But my friend from high school, her kid was like 20 boxes away from her goal. So I was like, Oh, I'll order some. And they said it would be like 20 days until it came to me. And I forget that I live in Los Angeles, like, like I live in a big city. So typically shipping doesn't take that long to bigger cities. Right. So I opened them today and I have five boxes of Girl Scout cookies on the hardest day of this fast. Send prayers. I mean, I won't break it because if I break it, I like the last two days have been for nothing. But, um, what am I saying? What am I saying? Oh yeah, I should get some Thai food next week just to like remember the remember the times. Um, so the next morning I go to Koh Samui and I'm bummed, man, I'm bummed. Like I loved Koh Tao. Koh Tao was the first, like the elephant sanctuary was the first place I felt at home. Koh Tao was a place that I felt that I could make a home, right? Like if I, like if when I retire one day, I think that island is like exactly where I'll go. Just like, I mean... It was just small enough, but also just like the touristy shit was far enough away. So if you didn't want to be around all the like hostile frat kids, you could be on the other side of the island. The food was great. It was just, ah, oh, island life, man. So I was really sad when I went to Kosamui. And when I get there, it is like, I, I get a, a cab ride By this guy. Um, I'm trying to call a grab, and this guy in the scooter comes up and he's like, I'll take you. I'm like, You're in a fucking scooter, and I have this, I have two, I have a suitcase and a bag. What? I'm not, like, I gotta hold on for dear life when I'm on these scooters. And so, but then this other guy comes up and he goes, Where are you going? I'm like, I'm going here. And he goes, All right, 200 baht, which is great because to go to the other place, it was gonna be like 800 baht on a grab. And, but then I, but I was like, thankfully the last person he could fit. So he had a truck, and everybody, all, everybody's suitcases were on top of the truck and this like you know this like i don't know what it's called you know like a basket no that's not right it's just like it it's lifted up and then above it you can put shit in I don't, i'll draw you a picture i won't draw you a picture my mom just used to say that when i was a kid to like adults too like if she was trying to explain something and people would be like what and she'd be like give me a pen and paper i'll draw you a picture <laughs> and she would just pictionary whatever she was trying to explain i didn't know that was really that weird until recently um But they always got it. They are always like, oh, you mean X, Y, and Z? And she's like, yeah, yeah. So so I sat in the front seat, and it starts, like, tsunami raining i don't know i've never been in a tsunami so probably not that bad but like i mean like cars were like people on their scooters were waist deep in water like driving through the puddles on the road and it was like i i I tried to take some videos of it but i was the videos were hard because they there's so much rain coming down on the truck And so he pulls over into a gas station and he's like explaining, I thought he was telling me to get out. And I was like, Oh, this isn't where my hotel is. And he was like, no, no. And then he said something and I was like, I, I, I don't know. Are you kicking me out? Like what's happening? And then, so I like got out and I went around and I, and he had handed everyone their suitcases. So their suitcases weren't exposed to the rain. So he'd handed everyone in the back of the truck, their suitcases. And I was just like, did he hand you guys my suitcase? And they all looked at me like I had eight heads and I was like, okay, I I don't see it. Cool. So I like walk over to the front passenger. I'm like, I'm just going to get in. I don't want to be left. Like I don't what right. Like I'm like, it's pouring rain. And then he comes around. What he was saying was he was handing me my suitcase so it wouldn't get wet. So we like I drove with my suitcase. Language barrier happens, friends. So I get to Ko, you know, I get to Kosamui, the rain stops. And I'm like, all right, I'll just walk around and just, you know, I'll just walk around and see what what's out there. Um, and I do. I do accidentally follow this guy and I can't find the video. I'm so bummed about it. Cause then I started filming it because I followed this guy for like 40 minutes and he and I were the only two on the road and I wasn't really following him, but like he didn't notice at all Like I was we're going in the same direction But he didn't notice at all So then when he crossed the street, I crossed the street because I just wanted to see if he would turn around and look and he never did And it's just so funny to me the difference between like the safety of men and women Like I notice immediately when someone is too close to me following me all that stuff But men are just like oh we're safe in the world. We're usually safe. So it's fine um so I go to, uh, like I go, where do I go? Oh, I, I want, I want to get a pedicure. I already told you about the happy ending pedicure and I want to get my eyelashes done. So I make an appointment with this woman the next morning for my eyelashes. And I'm like, perfect. And then I kind of want some sushi. Now this is the tattoo story. Sushi is not the move. It is not the move in Thailand, maybe other places. I don't know. I, it was, it wasn't bad. It was just weird. in a lot of it, there was just a lot of it. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was, there was just like, like when I ordered sashimi, like it was like 15 pieces and normally the portions here, which is funny because in America, we're like, give us all the food. Um, there's only two pieces but they're like 15 and i was like i don't really want 15 pieces and she was like well that's what it comes with and i was like all right so i'm sitting and no one's at the sushi restaurant right by the way it's just me there's not there's like four tables and so I sit outside, I have my beer and I, my sushi and across the way is this tattoo shop and I'm watching the tattoo shop and I'm kind of, you know, I'm I'm bummed, man. I just, I miss, I miss Shauna and Dean. Those are my two friends from Manchester. I was just like, oh, I miss, I wonder what they're up to. I miss, you know, I just miss Ko Tao. I just, I'm bummed and I'm like, oh man. So I'm watching the tattoo shop and there's this very handsome man in there, right? Just very handsome, tatted up man. And I'm watching him. And then I feel like he's watching me. And then I'm like, maybe he's only watching me because I'm staring at him. And then I'm like, no, he's still staring at me when I look away. And I'm like, no, you're probably just full of yourself. I would get over yourself. So I finish my sushi and I walk home. And on my way home, the random hot tattooed man was uh, like had left and like was driving, uh, like we like were driving, walking and driving opposite ways. He was on a scooter and I was walking towards him. And he like, visibly slowed down and checked me out. And I was like, Oh, oh, okay. He was checking me out. And I thought, well, that was some random adorableness. Like, you know, everyone, it's a big Island, much bigger than Kotao, very big Island. Um, so that's probably the last I'll see of that guy. Like I literally, I wasn't like, I gotta hunt him down. It was just like, well, I guess that I did find a moment and and earlier that day where I found myself being a little thirsty, like, Oh, I kind of, cause I wanted to have some kind of Thailand love affair. Right. I wanted to have like some kind of Thailand, uh, love connection. And so I was like, I was looking around and I was a little thirsty earlier that day, but by the time I saw this dude, I had given up and been like, "Ah, whatever. Random adorableness. So the next day, I go to my eyelash appointment. I get my eyelashes done. And then i I know I want to get a tattoo. And I've known I wanted to get a tattoo in Thailand for since the first trip I had planned before Henry passed away. So I knew I knew that, like I wanted to get a tattoo. I just didn't know of what or where I would get it or what would happen, right? So i it helps. i I wanted to get it on my leg, like upper thigh. I thought like just because it it's sexy, first of all. Second of all, it's like easy to hide for like things like auditions, because a lot of commercial auditions, they don't want you to have ta- like visible tattoos. So I don't want to get anything really on my arm, so I don't have to constantly cover it up. And and I wanted something that represented like transformation, like a rebirth, new you know, like a new level, new chapter, right? And so after I got my eyelashes done, I went and got lunch at a place called God's Food or something like that. God's gift to foods, God's gift to, I don't know. I, I have a picture of it and I posted it. Um, right now it's, it's lost me, but it made me laugh a lot. And I had probably the best Mai Tai I've ever had in my life. I tried to film the, do, the, the, the broad doing it, but I thought about it too late. But it was like freshly squeezed everything. It was the best Mai Tai I've ever had in my life. And it's so fucking hot outside, it's pouring rain again. So I'm inside this like weird mall where I got. so I'm in like the food court, but it doesn't look like a food court. And I know you're probably like you're in Thailand and you went to a mall and you ate. I don't know man, it was raining. I just got my eyelashes done and you can't get your eyelashes wet right after you get them done. So I was like, guess I got to sit out in here. So I picked my tattoo, which you all have seen. Um, and then I Google tattoo shops on Koh Samui. Uh, and you know I'm going through all the ones with the higher ratings and one of the tricks in high ratings is you need to also look at how many rating like how many reviews they have cuz it's easy to have 100% reviews when you only have 3 rating or 3 or 100% reviews when you only have 100% ratings when you only have three reviews. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, so I found this place that had been there and you also want to look how long they've been there. That's always my like when I'm looking at a place, not just tattoo shops, but like anywhere when I'm looking at like ratings, seeing how long they've been there. And also like not a 100% rating is not bad because I don't have a 100% rating on crawl, crawl space. You're not for everyone. You know what I mean? So so it's like you've been here for a couple of years. It's okay if you have like this many reviews and you only have like a four rating or 4.9 rating or something, whatever. So I found a place that had been there for 12 years. They had 200 reviews and they had a five-star rating. And I was like, holy shit, that is, that's a, that's a great, you know, that's that's a great, that's perfect. That's damn near perfect, man. So I click it and it's the tattoo shop. That I was sitting across the street from eating my sushi the night before. Gets weirder. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, well, I know where that's at. And I'll just go over there now and tell him what I want and see what happens. Right. And I am sort of like, I wonder if that guy's there, but a hundred percent not like I should go there. Cause that guy's there. But I was like, I wonder if that guy's there, but such a weird serendipitous thing. Right. So I get over there, gets fucking weirder. So go over there. And this uh, the, this woman comes out, her name is Noe and I love her. I love her. Uh, I don't know this yet, but she comes out and she's like, hi. And she's so welcoming. And I'm like, This is what I want. How much will it cost? How long will it be? Can you do it today? And she's like, it'll be this much, this long, and yes. And I was like, Great. Well, I would like to go home. I gotta get the bot. I don't have I don't have that much bot just on me. So I gotta go get that. And and then I was also like, kinda wanna shower. I've been walking around. I'm gonna be taking off my pants. So you wanna, you know, you wanna shower. I didn't say all that, but I was like, Oh, I'm gonna so I'll be back in like an hour. And she's like, Great. Inside the tattoo shop is that attractive guy, and he looks at me and I look at him and I'm like, Oh man, he's so good looking. So I like I leave I come back like an hour, hour and a half later, whatever. I come back and he's sitting outside the hot man. He's sitting outside and he's eating and I try to take off my shoes, but I like trip and then I like accidentally touch him, accidentally. Quote, I didn't I I touched him. Um, but I was so awkward and I was like oh, I'm so sorry and he in an Australian accent was like, "Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it." And we both like and I like blushed and I went inside, right? And I'm like, oh, I bet he just like works here, I guess. So I go in, and uh, they're prepping me for everything. They print out what, like, they they have the tattoo already. They print out the thing because they like put the stencil on your leg, right? Um, like what you, whatever. So they put that on there, and and she points to the guy outside, and she goes, "That's Owen." And I was like, I was like, oh yeah. And she goes, "Owen likes you." And I was like, oh, well, I like Owen too. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, last night. Owen asked who you were when you were across the street um, eating sushi. And I was like, oh, you saw me last night eating sushi? She goes, yeah. He asked if if we knew you. And I told him no, but you're coming back today for a tattoo. And I was like, what? What? I was like, no, yeah, I didn't even know I was coming back t- today for a tattoo. Like, I didn't even know that was happening. And she goes, I know, but I knew. And I was like, how did you know? She's like, I just knew. And so sh- she's like, he's only here because he knew that you were coming back today. And I was like, oh, so I got my little love affair in um, Thailand. He sat there for three hours. Well, this is one of my favorite nights in Thailand. Um, not just cause I got to sleep with a very hot man. Yes, we did. We did. We did have, we did have the sex. Uh, we did have the sex. I don't know why I'm saying it so awkwardly. It just feels private. You know what I mean? The more I'm like, I don't know, like this Thailand trip made me realize how I, I, I don't know. It just feels like private and not, but yeah, we, 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 we did have the sex. Um, the move, which is really funny. So I say the move a lot and I didn't know I said the move a lot, uh, until, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'm sure you guys have heard me, I guess I say the move. Um, that's the move. That's not the move. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he stayed with me for like the three hours. And like, if uh, you saw the videos on my Instagram, he's the one who videoed it. I only got one picture. Like we got a group photo of us. And I was like the whole, the next morning, I was like the whole time we were together, we didn't take a single picture. And it was just like, well, c'est vie, such is life. Um, and you're not taking a picture in the morning cause you're all roughed up. Right. Uh, from the whiskey. Um, so Yeah, afterwards they're like, what are you doing at? Like, what's your plan tonight? And I was like, oh, I was just going to go find some bar and like meet, try and meet some friends. And they were like, no, don't do that. Stay here and drink whiskey with us. So it was like one of my favorite nights in Thailand because I just sat at, like, the next door was like a pool bar. So we sat out front and we, you know, we went and got whiskey from 7 Eleven because 7 Eleven is it's basically a bodega. If you're in New York, like if you know what a bodega is, it's like basically a bodega. Like that's how it's treated there. Um, but they're fucking everywhere, man. So we, we sat outside, we, we had whiskey. It blew their mind that I just drank whiskey neat. Um, and they all drink whiskey and Coke and, yeah. And then I just, and, it, and that was the point that I had realized that I hadn't really spoken like fluent English in like two weeks. Right. Like when I was with Sean and Dean, yeah, definitely they're, they're from England. Right. So, but like, uh, like most places you're going, you're, there's a huge language barrier. So you're not just talking like this. Hey, do you have that? You're like bandaid cut, you know, like you're doing all that. So when Owen and I are talking to each other, we're like talking bro. And I'm like, Oh my God, we're like talking broken English to each other. And I'm like, I just haven't talked to an English speaking person in a, a, you know, a couple of days. And he's like, he's like, oh my God, I had, cause he hasn't in, in like a month and he doesn't work there. I guess he like came there like 10 years ago. His friend was going into this place to get a tattoo and the owner bear, uh, the, the place is called power bear. So if you're ever, ever in Koh Samui, go get a tattoo from them. They are, I love them. They have my heart forever. Um, he, he, Tattoos Owen, and then now Owen's been going back like every year for like ten years, and it's just been staying for a month. And this is like their his like second family. It was just really touching, and it was wonderful. And I want to go back next year and like see these people again and get tattooed again. I loved them. They had this kid that was teaching me this weird paper trick that I can't remember, but it was so loud it sounded like a fucking firework. And his friend named Raul, which was like probably the cutest kid I've ever seen in my whole life. Sorry but he was just like, hello, my name is Raul. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, but so we sat there, we played pool at one point, everyone did a shot of tequila and I did not do that. Cause I was like, I'm already pretty hammered. I am a person that if I mix booze, I will, I will, uh, that'll be all she wrote. Like all, I just won't be any fun anymore. Um, and so then we went back to my, my hotel. And it was like, oh! And then Noe had asked. She goes, what, where, "What are you doing tomorrow night?" And I and I planned on going to the full moon party because I didn't think I was going to be able to go to the full moon party. So the full moon party is like the one of the biggest, well, full moon parties in the world, right? It's like super famous all over the world. And once a month, whenever the full moon is, they have this massive beach party on Copenhagen. And I was planned like, when I went, when I was supposed to go in June, I had a hotel, and that was, like, the plan. But, like, June's an off-season. And uh, and this was, and it was, like, I guess, I from what it was explained to me, it wasn't as big as it normally was. That January January 2023 was the first really big one. And then February, when I was there, was going to be the second really big one since COVID. So they, like, they it was, like, more people were going to be. It was, like, one of the biggest ones that they'd had since COVID and when everything had shut down. So... When I got a hotel in June, it was like, I don't know, 30 US dollars for three days. And then when I was looking, when I was booking hotels before I left, it was like 300 to six. I think it was like six because if it's three, I would have probably done it just because I wanted the experience, but like it's like $600 a night or some shit like weird crazy prices. So I was like, I guess I'm not going to that party. I'm so bummed because Shauna and Ian were going, or Dean we're going, sorry, Dian, Um, we're going. And I was so bummed. And then India, remember her from the, the beginning stories? Oh, this angel. She messaged me and she goes, Hey, you're going to the full moon party. And I was like, no girl, I couldn't get a hotel. She goes, well, what Island are you on? And I was like, I'm on Koh Samui. And she's like, girl, they have fucking boat like speed boats that are going to go all night, all night, like every hour, all night from all the islands go. And I was like, yes. So I got to go to the full moon party. We're running out of time. So I will pick up. I only have like three more memories that I'll share. I mean, I probably have a billion more, but you know, on the docket. Um, But so I got, so, so Noe was like, are you going to the full moon party? And I was like, yeah, I am. And she's like, oh, and you gotta go. And he's like, no, I'm not going to that. And she's like, stay with him. And I was like, no, I really want to go to it. And he's like, it's not my scene. And I'm like, honestly, if we were in America, wouldn't be my scene either. Like I'm not into like big raves. And it basically was like a beach rave, right? It was cool. But if I was here, I would not have but I was like, "But I'm on the other side of the world, and this is one of the biggest parties in the world. I have to go to it." And so Owen and I were like, "Well, this will probably be, you know, we got to, he, he's not on social media. He he's he's a musician who is in school. He's age appropriate, which was nice. Uh, and you know, he wasn't 22. <laughs> that lives rent free in my head, man. Uh, but he uh, uh, that that Alfie, the the young one." <laughs> I don't know, but he that he un that he unfollowed me. It's so crazy how bothered I'm by this. There was one girl comedian that I started out with years ago, and she kind of became famous, and she unfollowed me, and that still so bothers me. And I want to let it go because it doesn't fucking matter, right? It doesn't matter. But here we are. So, uh, yeah. So uh, he he doesn't have any of that stuff, and he's like, yeah, I literally. Like he's like, I don't even have WhatsApp. He's like, I created a Facebook just to message bear to tell them I'm coming. And I literally deleted it as soon as I got here. So I was like, all right, well, I guess that's that, huh? And he goes, well, I have an email. So we emailed for like four days until he was like, when do you leave? And I was like, oh, I'm literally leaving in the morning. And then that was the last I heard from Owen. So we'll always have Paris, I guess. Uh, but what the move, the move, I'm just kidding. It's not Paris, but, um, I don't know what you're supposed to say. Like it, like I was talking to my friend who travels and she goes, Oh yeah, you're not. She goes, I had sex with some guy and he was like, can I get your number? And she's like, Oh honey, we're, we're traveling. We're not like not nothing. And I'm grateful I didn't hear from him too. Cause you guys know I am a person that I will fall in deep with a long distance relationship, like way too quickly. Like I'll like, and I got too much going on and I would like a human that lives here, that lives near me. I don't want a whole other Seattle max situation where it's like three years of like our two years of back and forth and ghosting. And I know that if Owen was like emailing me, I'd still be like, Oh, Ellen. you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's the universe is taking care of me, but still like, I don't know. It's like a, it's not rejection. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't actually bother me that much. But for the first few days of coming back, I was like, oh, so you just never going to respond to me? Now I'm like, I don't know. Maybe we'll cross paths again. Uh, how we cross paths were it was pretty wild. The fact that that woman was like, I already knew you were coming back today. I was like, how did you know? I just love that there's like clairvoyant people out there. I just love, I love that so much. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so we will. Go about oh, the move. The move. That's what the episode's going to be called. The move. So I say that too much, right? And so I'm sitting out. We're sitting outside. We're drinking whiskey, and, and Owen and I are just talking. And I said, and I, he I I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to do this in the morning." He goes, "Oh yeah, is that the move?" And he said it like he like a lot of people like to do the American accent, which now I realize is just karma for decades of me trying to do other people's accents. Like I dated this British guy for a while and I would always try and do his accent. And he's like, stop, just stop. It's bad. But so he would, he went, he, every, every now, every time something would happen, he'd be like, is that the move and now I'm really I'm not self-conscious about saying it but I didn't realize how much I said it before until then I'm like oh I do say that a lot he goes yeah you say it's either the move or not the move but I'm still gonna say it because it's you know some things aren't the move man sushi in Thailand's not really the move uh going to the full moon party and doing Molly which I will tell you about next week is the move um let's see here I am one lucky broad ah oh, one lucky broad. I am, I don't know, just all of it, man. Like what a rad life we get to live, you know? It's just, we, you know, it's just, I love it here. I'm grateful. I know I'm having a really hard time adjusting back into my life, but I think that it's going to eventually just like both Kims will become a new Kim. You know what I mean? Like pre-Thailand Kim and Thailand Kim will become a new mega Kim. I don't know. Kim 2.0. What, what is the nerdy? Is it mega Kim? I don't know. Uh, morphed up Kim mighty morphin. I'll stop. Uh, but, um, yeah, someone like you brought, I just, I don't know. And I'm slowing down, man. I'm just slowing down. I'm learning tarot. As I told you guys a while ago, still keeping up with that. I think that's going to take me five years, but I'm, I'm committed. Uh, And my readings in the last two weeks, like since being back is mostly been about slowing down and letting go and letting go of my ego and like letting go of my ego. And when I slow down and let go, uh, cool shit's going to take place. So I'm just trusting the process. Uh, let's see the poop scoop. I don't have any stories. I don't have any stories. I am really grateful. This cleanse has made me poop and not like a emergency You know, sometimes when you do the, um, like you do fasts or cleanse or like juice cleanse or whatever, it, it, it you know, emergencies happen. Like emergency poops and, or like you, you poop your pants or, I mean, I guess it would be cool if I poop my pants. So I'd have a poop scoop for you guys, but I don't, I'm just pooping like a regular person possibly. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but send me your poop scoops. Please tell me if you've ever pooped your pants or if you come close or, you know, you have an embarrassing poop story or funny story. I'm, I'm here for it all. Uh, send it to Kim crawlspace at gmail.com K Y M K R A L S P A C E at gmail.com. I will say that I am a person that an old friend of mine sent me a text the other day and we don't we keep in touch sporadically like it's not sporadically always reminds me of clueless if you know you know uh, but we keep in touch sporadically like we're not like everyday texters but probably every couple of weeks we'll text and one of an, so a couple of weeks of not texting she says I need to tell you that I don't know what in the cow pie I put in my body but I just pooped out some of the wildest shit I've ever pooped in my life and I just needed to tell someone and I am grateful that I am a person that people tell that stuff to. Sometimes there's a lot of videos I just get sent and I'm like, all right, all right. But then I'm like, you shouldn't complain because what if it stops? What if it stops? All right that's the episode everyone thank you so much uh, so this will be uh, I'm, I'm now getting back on the schedule of if you're a Patreon subscriber you will be getting uh, early access to the episodes plus those two bonus episodes and um, some other stuff I believe uh, so thank you if you're pre- uh, a Patreon subscriber it means so much to me and if you want to become a Patreon subscriber uh, just go to patreon.com slash Kim Crawl and if not I just love that you're here every week with me it means a lot and I will see you soon. Talk to you soon. Yeah, I will talk to y'all soon. Bye.